2: Hey y'all, I'm
1: JJ.
3: Hey guys, I'm
1: Kat. And we're here for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. This will be our last Monday episode before Halloween. So we're super excited to release it to you. And we have an yeah. exciting <laughs> story to share from you. It's got your classic graveyard and ghouls, So, I mean, we can't get much better than that for Halloween. Our guest is Lindsay. She's a fan. Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on the podcast.
4: Yeah, thanks for having me. This is super fun.
1: And we were talking a little bit uh, off air are all fair like we're on the radio um before we started recording um so you found our podcast by kind of going through some other podcast, and then like what when you started listening to ours did you find like a favorite episode or favorite guest that got you into the podcast
4: actually yeah it was somebody's mom whose mom was the guest i can't remember
2: oh um, it was either nick de or like, uh Nikki radford. Nikki
1: radford the hospital episode
4: yes yeah, she was nick talking DeGroote. about like her client or her, her uh, the person that she was taking care of had passed away and she was going down into the room and she like took her down to the bathroom all the time. And then like she passed and she saw her in there and was like, what? And I was like, oh my God, like, that's a great story. Yeah. That yeah. Especially nice. when you
1: hear somebody's mom tell that story, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs>
4: that just makes it the best. Like I was like, the fact that that came from someone's mom, I'm like, I'm sold. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. That was a super spooky episode. I bet they they see stuff like that all the time at hospice uh, facilities.
4: Yeah, I think they probably have a lot more stories than they like than they tell us about. I'm sure, like they don't okay. want to sound like they're crazy or like they, you know. But I'm sure there's a lot more that they see that they just don't talk about.
3: Right. Definitely. Absolutely.
1: Well, where do you? <laughs> what did you say?
2: Sorry. I just had to throw in a skeptical response there, so I said maybe. Oh. I just oh, yeah. I Classic just want to make it clear that like you know, we're still, we're still skeptical ghost podcast. We're like ghost agnostic, but um, we do do love hearing people's experiences.
3: I almost feel like we need to restate that we are a podcast where we're trying to learn more about this entire world. We have not had many experiences and, we're coming at it very blindly and we are not experts. So if you're listening now and you're mad at so us for not knowing what we're that's talking salty. about, that's, that's so salty. <laughs> I'm not that salty. Uh no, I just read some of our reviews, which is great. It's great constructive criticism, but some of them are like, they don't even know what this is. And
4: I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. the point of our podcast. Well, we it's not like them. ghosty stuff comes up in like everyday conversation all the time either. You know what I mean? Like who's the exact yeah. You're going around like looking for, I don't know.
2: Well, <laughs> and exists. if you're if you're trying to learn about the supernatural, what is like uh, like is there a library that you go to? <laughs> yeah. Or like because you know, there's lots of information, but like how do you how do you trust other than yeah. just you know, for me the most educational thing has just been like this podcast, sitting down, talking to people one-on-one and like, you know, through, through rapport, you can kind of,
1: we're doing peer uh, review Whether studies. you know how accurate
2: or not, you can tell if someone is like trustworthy mm-hmm. and, and honest. You know, we did have Andrew,
1: somebody write an, a review for our last episode, or not just leave a comment on Instagram that was really funny. They're like, I love the podcast. And I love that you're all believers. Even you, JJ. <laughs> like, uh, uh,
2: I you know. resent that so much. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I just realized some people probably pop in into random episodes And they're like, wait, do these guys really
4: like run a ghost podcast
3: and they already (laughs) know what this means? And I just want to clarify, we are still learning.
4: Well, it's funny because like my husband and I, we have like a parenting podcast and we are not experts at all, like ever on anything. And we always say that too. We're like, uh, so the thing is like... We've never done this before. Like, this is just our anecdotal situational parenting. So you can take it or leave it. I don't know. Do what you want to do. (laughs) Right. Yeah, for sure.
1: For sure. I will say that review that Kat's referring to was still a four star. So we can't be too mad about it. (laughs) I
3: know. I was like, this is like really nice, but also... Four stars. Thank you. I mean, it's not anyways, you know what I mean?
2: Brad. We love you. Keep listening to our podcast, whoever uh, you are, four-star reviewer. Woo,
1: I'll so, you so Lindsay, um, you've, you've heard our podcast before. Uh, so where do you fall on the Believo meter? Zero meaning ghosts aren't real at all and 10 ghosts are absolutely real.
4: You know, I'm a solid five right now. I could go either way. Like I would love to say like, absolutely. That's awesome. But I, you know, I don't know. I'm just not quite there yet. (laughs) There's definitely, I think, things that happen that you can't explain. I don't necessarily think that the solution is always ghosts, Um, (laughs) you know, but I think that there's territory to be explored. So yeah, I would say I'm a solid five. Well, as a five, how
1: do you feel when we bring on like all these mediums and psychics and stuff and you hear our experience with them? Um, because those are the episodes that I think push me the furthest to being a believer sometimes and also push me the furthest from not being a believer when they go the opposite of, I guess, how I want them to go, if that makes sense. So how do you experience that as a listener?
4: You know, that's a really good question. I, I have had some experiences with psychics too. Like, which again, it was like, we were doing, we were doing a podcast interview. (laughs) And so I was kind of like, I mean, maybe it's just one of those things that some people are a little more fine-tuned. I feel like, I feel like there's some people that definitely maybe have some better information or they're more perceptive. I, and, and again, I don't know how they get that information. Um, but then, yeah, there's definitely some where you're like, okay, like, Mm, maybe not you know <laughs> like, like probably not maybe don't quit your day job um right. <laughs> yeah. wait
2: did you have uh you had a, a psychic uh on or a medium on your uh, parenting podcast
4: no i should have clarified sorry oh, well, no. it's
2: worse, it's worse.
4: <laughs> so i have two podcasts
2: Ooh, um okay
4: <laughs> So we have one called parenting versus podcast, which is literally us talking about parenting and our kids like interrupting us every five minutes
3: it's
4: <laughs> And then I have another one I'm here in Albuquerque, New Mexico um, And so we have one called what's up, BBQ. And It's my brother and I and like we just interview like local people and like talk to them about like Why New Mexico? Like why are you here doing what you do? Like, what do you like about New Mexico? Um, Cause there's kind of a stigma here, like breaking bad is sort of a thing. And like, mm-hmm. people are like, there's just this, I don't know, kind of left a bad taste in everybody's mouth, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so we try to find people like in the community that we can really like talk to and like interview and talk about like positive things in the community mm-hmm. um, and local businesses and stuff. And so for one of our Halloween episodes, we had like a psychic medium on, cause they were having this like psychic medium fair. <laughs> And our friend was like we can get wow. you an interview with that person and i was like cool let's do it <laughs> so
2: i've only driven through albuquerque um, <laughs> but it was beautiful and amazing i mean new mexico is beautiful and amazing i was in New Mexico, but I was just going by Albuquerque. But Albuquerque definitely seems like the place that would have a a psychic medium fair. I mean, that place is kind of like cool, hippie. uh, I don't know. It was fun.
3: I love that you have that podcast. It's kind of like Humans of New York, but Humans of uh, Albuquerque. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty cool. I bet you get to know all types of people. So It's been so fun. Yeah. I didn't realize Breaking Bad was based in uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Albuquerque. Yep. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah, we get that, and, and like Santa Fe is a real um, like kind of like a new age hub for like hippie, like psychic, intuitive, all of that. So like a lot of that trickles down from Santa Fe to into Albuquerque. So it's kind of interesting place. It's an interesting dynamic for sure.
1: Did you get any big reveals from the psychic or not reveals? <laughs>
4: not really most of the information th- that she had was like for my brother it was kind of funny because we were both sitting there and it was it felt like it was more directly towards him but at the same time like he definitely um he's definitely on the spectrum he's probably like a eight or nine so he was just like eating it up like oh yeah that's totally accurate and i'm like i mean i don't know maybe like yeah.
1: it's crazy there's i mean we've had several on and um one of them i would consider a friend now evelyn but we had one on oh gosh i can't think of her name but she was she was like real with it and like made me almost teary during the episode because she was hitting stuff so on for me that i was like nope never heard of it don't know what that is not ready to talk about that with strangers on a podcast i mean it's
2: was it the one who warned me about hemorrhoids or her no not no hemorrhoid. that was a <laughs> hernia I always get those mixed up. Yeah. Completely different. That was
1: April. It was one that we found on TikTok and she was the one that was like dispelling like fake mediums and stuff too, you know? Um,
3: Oh, yes. Uh um,
1: Uh-huh. She was great. She was a great guest. But anyway, that was just, it it is just interesting the spectrum of what you get when you're kind of investigating the supernatural, you know? Absolutely. But but anyway, I feel like I've kind of sidetracked the beginning of this. (laughs) Um, So... (laughs) You, ha- I, I know the story that you're here to share, but I'm curious. Have you experienced anything supernatural before that event?
4: I did actually, and it, it was probably one of the only times that I would really say, like, excuse me, but like, what the fuck? I'm um, allowed <laughs>
3: yeah, here. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, cool.
4: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just, you know, you never know. Um, it was in Georgia, which I think. Are you guys? Where are you? You're in, in Atlanta. Georgia.
2: Yeah. yeah, we're in okay. Atlanta.
4: Atlanta. Okay. So I was in West Georgia for a wedding. Um in so Carrollton, Noonan Mm -hmm. area. Okay. And then the wedding venue was in Temple. Mm. Tiny little town. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Um, friend from college. (laughs) And it was this beautiful big plantation, southern style house. And me, like I grew up in Portland, Oregon. So like we don't have that there. (laughs) So Everything is amazing all the time when you go to the South and you're from like Portland and you're just like, Oh, everything is so old. And like, wow, you know, cause Portland's right. just rainy and gray all the time. And like in New Mexico, everything's like Adobe. So you don't get like the real big, beautiful houses. Right. Um, <laughs> so I'm at her wedding and I'm in the wedding and we're getting ready. And I'm, I'm like, you know, we're getting all ready upstairs. Everybody goes down cause it's time for pictures. And I'm like, hold on, I'm just going to like fix something real quick. So I went into the bathroom and I hear my name. They're like, it's like Lindsay. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And then I look around the corner and there's nobody there. I look down the stairs. There's nobody there. I look out the window and everybody is outside. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. You know, maybe somebody popped their head in, whatever. Okay. So I go back to doing what I'm doing. And then I go sit at this little mirror thing and I'm fixing my hair and taking my sweet time. Um, (laughs) And everybody's outside. And I feel like this like tap, tap, tap. my shoulder and i'm like what and i turn around and there is nobody there like Uh, nobody (laughs) and i was like totally freaked out because number one like i'm pretty skeptical number two like something clearly called my name (laughs) and then tapped me on the shoulder like literally touched me and it felt like you know like a legit like tap 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 and i'm like okay what do you need and there was nobody there and i went outside just totally like weirded out and then later I told my friend about what happened you know the bride I didn't want to like bug her in the middle of her wedding Uh, (laughs) I know
3: you're about to walk down the aisle but uh, have you ever heard
4: of ghosts here like so I mentioned it to her and she was like oh yeah the wedding planner said that happens all the time and I'm like why would you get married here like
1: welcome to the south
4: (laughs) what is wrong with you like yeah yeah so I was totally freaked out. It was just so, kind of like one of those weird things. I'm like, I don't know.
3: <laughs> As like a skeptic-minded person, what kind of things went through your head when you felt that?
4: Um, for sure, like there was somebody there. Like I was just like thinking of all the ways that there like had to be somebody there. Like, and then I'm looking for like all the places they could possibly be. Like, <laughs> you, know, you know, like yeah. did they peek their head around the corner and tap me and then like run down the stairs? Like, were they there the whole time? Like, I'm going through all the scenarios of like. How it wasn't that
3: because <laughs> I was just like, crazy. there's no way it could have been like a little muscle spasm or something like that. It like literally felt like a
4: tap. It was three. It was three distinct like tap, tap, taps. Almost yeah. like if it, like if someone's tapping you, like, hey, hold on, excuse me, you know. And it was just very direct, and it was it was weird.
2: Wow, <laughs> that is you know? weird. And then weird that like the wedding planner was like,
4: hey, oh yeah, yeah, yeah well, it cool. happens all the time. Okay, <laughs> you know, yeah. sounds like a little yeah. prankster.
3: Yeah, okay. no joke. Yeah.
1: <laughs> little, little trickster ghost. Um, well, yeah, that's certainly scary. I, I'm surprised you maintained a five after that. Although, I mean, I had experiences too, and I was probably about a five when we started this podcast, so I get that. If you don't mind me asking, how old were you when that happened?
4: Uh, I was probably about thirty. So, I mean, I'm like thirty eight now. <laughs>
1: okay, so you're yeah. you're that's interesting because your experiences weren't when you're a child, which is like what we hear so much of is like during my youth, this uh, X, Y, and Z happened. So that, yeah, yeah, that has to be a little jarring when you are kind of a full fledged adult. You already have kind of your belief system. Mm -hmm. And then out of nowhere, you've got a ghost calling your name and tapping you on the shoulder. Were you able to, I know you talked to the bride, but did you have a date there? Were you able to convince anybody else that that happened or did they kind of just shoo you aside?
4: I told my husband and he did, but he's like, so like skeptical, like to the core, he was just like, okay, whatever. Like he was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Maybe, you know, maybe you just thought someone tapped you. I'm like, no, like legit, somebody like tapped me. It was like a straightforward. And he's just like, I mean, probably not, but okay. Like he's just trying to like shove it off. Um, No, I tried to do some research on the house and I didn't really find a lot on it. It's called uh, the McGarrity house. Okay. Um, yeah, and I, I didn't find much. I just, they have a website, but it's all wedding stuff. So. Have,
1: have you all watched Midnight Mass yet on Netflix? Mm-mm. No. It, it's the new, um, essentially the new Haunting on Hill House. It's done by the same people. You know, they reuse the same actors and stuff. It's, so, I know spoilers or anything, but it's, it's so, so, so good. Like the perfect itch for Halloween. I think it's like a 90% on Rotten It's rated, you know, all their stuff is really quality. So I recommend that for the audience if you haven't seen it. So you had that experience, and then did that pique your curiosity into the supernatural that led you to this graveyard, or were you always kind of interested?
4: I've always been interested, like for sure. Um, when I was younger, I was really scared of cemetery. like I was terrified of them. Like didn't want to go into them, didn't want to go by that. Like just like wanted nothing to do with it. Um, I think, you know, honestly, I think my my interest in this supernatural sort of peaked, like moving to New Mexico. Um, There's a lot of history here. There's a lot of like folklore and just like stories. And it's like, there's just like a deeply ingrained culture here where it's almost like everybody believes in the paranormal a little bit. Like, so it's just kind of one of those things where I was like, okay, like I'm a little curious now, like, you know, so I, I paid a little more mind, I think, than I did before.
2: That's kind of how I felt moving to the South. It just like, it seems like everyone here, like you are like a weirdo if you don't believe that ghost exists. (laughs) And uh, yeah, it it was a really fascinating cultural shift. for Yeah, that's true, JJ.
1: Like I have a a cousin who is really more like an uncle. He's in his um, mid fifties, super like straight laced conservative dude. And one day he he found out about this podcast and he told me about a ghost that they have that travels from their house to like this outside basement thing they have. He's like, Oh yeah, you can hear him talking down there. We named him. He pushes stuff over all the time. And I was just like, and the South is a wild place. We really all yeah. do believe in ghosts.
4: I think there's something, yeah. It's something about the history ingrained in a place too. I mean, like growing yeah. up in Oregon, it's like there's history, but it's still fairly new ish. Like, right. you know, it's like last Weird. hundred years maybe. Um, as far as like settlers coming in the Oregon trail and all that fun stuff. Um,
1: yeah, there's definitely a lot of trauma here. No doubt about that. Oh yeah. Not short on, on that. Well, so why don't you tell us what you found in the graveyard where you went and how that all came to be (laughs) So
4: weird. Um, yeah. Okay. So I took a trip to Hannibal, Missouri. Uh, I was 34 at this point. And my brother lived there for a while. He lived in Hannibal, his wife is from the area. So they bought a house and like, they lived just in Hannibal, Missouri. And I had, I kind of had some interesting like personal news in my, in my personal life. Like I found out that my (laughs) biological dad wasn't my dad. Like the dad that raised me wasn't my dad, like via a DNA test. Um, So it was kind of a confusing time. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna take a little trip to just sort of like clear my head a minute, kind of just let it be for a second. Gather myself, and then I'll come back and deal with this. Um, <laughs> so I called my brother. I'm like, "Hey, can I buy a ticket to Hannibal? Like, like this time?" And So I went, and Hannibal in the summer is not, uh, not, not the most fun. <laughs> it's real quiet. Um, there's not a lot to do. It's very mellow. Hannibal's a cool town. Like, there's a lot of history, but it's also kind of a dead town. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's unfortunate. You can buy a mansion for like forty five thousand dollars if you want. <laughs> Wow. um it's kind of wild Here but, we yeah <laughs> i mean it has potential if you can new work podcasting out. hub Hannibal. <laughs> 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 the <laughs> directory, there's so many there and you're just like how am i living my life like i don't know i could i could live in this amazing house in hannibal for like nothing right. um so i went to go visit my brother and like we did the touristy things we did like a riverboat cruise with like you know booze and cruise kind of thing and like up and down the Mississippi and then I'm like dude they have a ghost tour we should go on that you know he's like cool I've never been so we're just finding all the touristy things that we can do because there's not a lot to do um it's hot it's humid so that night we go into this little um it's like you meet downtown you get into this little tour bus it's like a little open air kind of trolley situation they take you around all these little places in Hannibal and they're like oh this is haunted here's the stories and it's kind of cool for the history too and at the end, they're like, "We're gonna go up to this cemetery, and it's the Old Baptist Cemetery that um, Mark Twain writes about, and like Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn." Oh wow! So I'm like, "Oh, that's kind of cool. Like, all right, I didn't know that was a real place, but I guess it yeah. is." Yeah. Um, I
3: didn't know that
4: either? Yeah. <laughs> like, who knew? So then the tour guide is telling us that they're like, "Well, this was the original cemetery for the town, and it's built up on this like kind of steep hillside." probably to avoid like flooding and stuff like that. And then as the families kind of died off and the generations died off, the cemetery was sort of left and then it kind of just became overgrown. And then people sort of forgot about it for like 40 years. Hmm. So it got lost. So then people started building around the area and then they re- like rediscovered it and they were like, oh, we should take care of this. You know, <laughs> this is history. So it's an interesting place. There's some graves in the cemetery that belong to slaves which is kind of cool because it's like normally they didn't get their own headstones with their knee i mean it was like an odd uh-huh. anomaly so there's a few of those in there and they gave us um dowsing rods and i am like not a fan <laughs> i think if there's a way to find a ghost that's probably not it i don't know like just my opinion <laughs>
2: Yeah. So, I know like most of our listeners are super educated in the paranormal and supernatural, but for those who the two aren't, can you... That you hold. Okay, great. Okay.
4: They look like antennas. Like, they're like, it's almost like holding, I'm like, like people can see me, but I'm holding. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: Imagine holding like a mug, right? But they're antennas. So, you have like a little handle and then they stick out in front of you and they're supposed to swivel like different directions or cross. And I think, and I'm not totally versed on this, but I think the idea is that it, it, they pick up on like changes in, I'm see, this is where I I am not great at this. It's like changes in energy or shifts in the, in the atmosphere. Like there's something.
1: Aren't they supposed there, to find water too underground or is that something else?
4: No, that's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know how they do that either. <laughs> like, I don't know, but apparently All right. it's pretty accurate.
3: I'm gonna that. Google it y'all and get the official definition. Yeah, because
4: I like I had never used these <laughs> before. I just
3: typed in, into Google, I typed in Google dowsing rods. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kat, you
1: don't have to address
2: Google by name.
1: <laughs> Kat's trying to get us another four-star review.
3: <laughs> dowsing is a type of uh, pseudoscientific divination employed in attempts to locate groundwater, buried metals or ores, gemstones, oil, grave sites, uh, it's weird. Malin earth vibration. Maligned, maligned. <laughs> uh, But what is a maligned earth
2: vibration?
3: And many other uh,
4: listeners, right? anyone?
1: We call that Sunday <laughs> night at my house. Hey. <laughs> With,
3: without the use of a scientific apparatus. So it's uh it's a rod, it's a, a specifically a forked stick, uh commonly of hazel, and it's yeah, mainly supposed to be useful in locating underground water.
2: See, I didn't realize that was the same thing as, like, the, the water sticks. Yeah. Like I've, like, so, you know, like I, I said, I moved to the south, and, like, where I was originally, Kansas, it, like, you know, at least from my point of view, it didn't seem like that many people around there believed in ghosts. But I have, I have heard so many farmers in Kansas, like, swear by dowsing rods as a way to, like, figure out where to tap a well. So. Yeah.
4: Well, you know, my father-in-law is a surveyor, like, a land surveyor, and he says that from time to time, like, in New Mexico, like, the real OGs, like, out in, like, the farm, they'll do that, too, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't realize that was, like, a scientific thing. Cool, like, they're like, here, have these dowsing rods, and, like, you get to walk around in this graveyard, and, like, again, like, graveyards used to not be my favorite thing. I've actually kind of warmed up to them since then, but I'm like, I told my brother, I'm like, you're holding those, I'm not touching that shit, like, like, i i'm kind of i don't want to say like superstitious but i'm like if anything's about to go down i am not holding those like just in case you know um like you do it
1: you want to be standing next to the person that gets cursed i'm like take him (laughs) (laughs) the bear's chasing you through the woods you're pushing your brother down like oops sorry
4: i mean he's got little he's little he's short he can run he'll be all right you know i feel like he's okay (laughs)
1: <laughs> so you were the predominant one asking the questions, right? Or Yeah, know?
4: which is, I guess, I don't know how that even makes sense. I'm like, I'll ask the questions, but you hold the rods. I don't know. Um,
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so we're walking around and the tour guide did tell us beforehand. She's like, you know, you might get some information. that doesn't like make sense to you right away, but it might later. And I'm just like, what the hell does that mean? Like, it. I mean, okay, like whatever lady, um, and then they told us, too, like, historically, some of the graves, when they, when they rediscovered this cemetery, some of the predominant people that were buried there were moved from this older cemetery into a newer one. <laughs> I don't know why, but they were moved. So they moved a bunch of people down to this, like, newer cemetery in town. Um, so there's a big area kind of off to the side that looked more like a field, and people used to be buried there, and it's just empty now. Um, so we're walking around, it's like dusk, it's a little bit humid, you know, you're hearing the crickets and we're asking questions and we're getting like nothing. Like we're walking around the headstones and it's just like, okay, like this is dumb. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like they start, they, they go one direction and I'm just like, oh, that's weird. Like, let's follow that, <laughs> you know, let's do that. And so my brother's like, okay, when you want us to stop, like cross the rods. And so we're walking and it's turned to the right and we're walking, walking and all of a sudden they cross. And I'm just like, hmm, all right, well, you know, could be a coincidence, but that's cool. Like, let's just go with this. Um, and so we're sitting there and we're asking questions because, you know, you can only do like yes or no questions, like for yes, swing it right or left or, you know, and then, you know, you can say like, if this is true, you know, cross them. So it's right. kind of basic with what you're working with, I guess. Yeah. Um, but we start asking questions like, you know, were you a slave? No. Okay. Okay. Were you this person? Were you that? No, no. And we're like, okay, well, this is fun. Um, (laughs) Finally, we're like, you know, um, are you male or female? Male. We're like, okay. And we're asking different things, like, how old were you? Um, And then we get to like, were you were you born here? And it's like, no. And we're like, okay, well, are you an immigrant? Yes. We're like, oh, all right. So we got this dude who's like an immigrant. It's a male. Like, let's ask some countries and see if we come up with something. So. We're going through all these countries. We get to Germany and it's like, yes. <laughs> and we're like, all right, German, cool, weird, all right. And so I'm like joking around and I'm just like, do we, do we remind you of someone you know? Is that why you're like talking to us? And it's like, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And so we go through like family members, right? And we get to it's mom and it's like, yes. And so I joke around and I'm like, did you like your mom? <laughs> and it's like no (laughs) excuse me what like like, yeah and it was funny because like I you know I'm blonde hair blue eyes fair skinned and that day I had my hair up in like this old timey kind of bun because it was hot outside and humid and I'm wearing this long black like maxi dress and it kind of looked a little old timey too and so I was like well that's really interesting I, I remind you of your mom you're from Germany okay super weird and I'm thinking like this could literally just be us like filling in the blanks you know what i mean like yeah Mm. whatever so then i like sit there for a minute and we're just like my brother and i are talking and i get and this is like never happened to me and it was so weird and it was just like the name theodore like in my brain like just theodore like boom like and i was just like (laughs) all right uh was your name theodore (laughs) and it's like yes and i'm just like All right, that was super strange. I was trying to explain it to my brother because it was like, not like, it didn't feel like my own information. Like Mm -hmm. it didn't feel like it was coming from my source of knowledge. It felt like it was just like, here it is, like right in front of you, here's my name. Like right there it is, you know. Interesting. So, so I'm like, that's super strange. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. And then, you know, the lady's like, get back on the tour bus, time to go. (laughs) So we're like, okay, cool. So I'm kind of like, well, that could have been anything. Fun experience. Yay for good time. You know, like just yeah. it's fun times. we killed some time in Missouri. Um, <laughs> right. The next day, my brother and I are hanging out. We're getting coffee. There's this little coffee shop in downtown Hannibal called Java Jive. Um, it's in an old building and they have a bunch of local authors and magazines and stuff on the tables. You can kind of like sort through while you're waiting. And there's this one and it's like historic Hannibal and it's it was like a magazine and I picked it up and I was just like thumbing through it and I stop on this story and it's about this family and they were immigrants from Germany that came to Hannibal their youngest son's name was Theodore <laughs>
2: Oh no! <laughs> yes.
4: And the dad died shortly after they got to Hannibal and the mom was a real hard ass and she like ran a saloon to like support her family. Like she was not a nice lady. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> Did she run a brothel too or was it just it was a saloon? Sal-
4: well, rumored. I mean, okay. it was a saloon. <laughs> we course. don't want to disparage dis- her name. <laughs> I mean, God forbid. I don't want her showing up at my house. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, thank you. Um, so it was it, it creeped me out because it was like, it's one thing to get all this random information and be like, okay, like, I don't know, can't verify that. But then the next day to have all of that stuff, just be like, boom, boom, boom. boom, And you're just sitting there that like,
2: so weird,
4: like, what do I do with this? You know? And so it was just so weird. And so like, now I'll go take walks in cemeteries, but like, and this again is like superstition. But like when I get in my car, like doesn't matter if I'm alone or with somebody, I'm like, you can't follow me home. Like you can't come with me. You can't yeah. follow me home. You don't get to show up in my hat. Like you're not welcome with me. Like <laughs> Cause I'm just a little bit weirded out by that whole Hannibal thing. It's just like, I don't know, man. You're in know. the car.
1: You just hear mom, mom. Yeah. You're like, no. Mom, mom.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Nope. I was going to say the one thing too, that was odd is that I looked at where they were buried. Cause I, I Googled it and it had moved. They were up in the cemetery that we had been to and they had been moved down to the newer cemetery. And that was one of the questions we had asked because when we were walking around in that field, we stopped at a spot that like there was nothing there. And it was in the older cemetery part Mm. where people had been moved. And then later on, I found out that family had been there, but they were moved. Oh my did you
1: happen goodness. to save I that um, that magazine or newspaper or whatever it I was? I didn't
4: save it. I think I probably took pictures of it on my phone. I'm sure I did somewhere. But yeah, I, I was like just so weirded out. I was just like. Mm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what you said, uh, you were like, well, what do I do with this information? That's the biggest thing. Like if, if we were to have one of these experiences, what do you do after that? Do you just like right. start living your life being like, well, this. <laughs> they
4: might,
2: yeah, I mean, it's kind of a, like. You know, it's not like, you know, when you watch a horror movie and it, it like this, you know, whatever kind of haunting thing happens affects the entirety of their lives. It's like just a, a random run in with a ghost that's like, hey, you remind me of my mom. And then like, <laughs> what? you're just supposed to go back to normal after that. And
4: <laughs> also, Like, why are you hanging out in a cemetery that you used to be buried at? Like, I don't know. Why is it me? like, like, how did how did we get here? I don't know. Like, it's it's a weird thing to me. We had,
2: we had a guest on, uh, Devin, who I can't remember if he said this on the the episode or if if we were just talking because there was another time we were just walking through a cemetery with Devin and he, <laughs> was, he was like, he's very like, like if the scale's zero to 10, he is like 11. He breaks the scale. Um, yeah. like yeah. the break. <laughs> yeah. and, and he's just like, oh, ghosts don't hang out at cemeteries. Everyone's dead here. So, like, why is he hanging out there? Yeah. Or maybe he
3: knew (laughs) that you and your brother were like more like, were the only people around that had been there in a while in that town that could like intercede that message. But also, this affirms my feelings about ghosts just being dramatic and they like (laughs) don't really like some of them just want to stir up drama again or just like complain about stuff or like. Grab your feet at night, like it what? Means like the wrecking, right? the validation, like hey, I'm still here. like, yeah. like <laughs> hey, I lived here once, so and my mom's annoying. And yeah,
2: we <laughs> well, maybe it's on, the only like the dramatic ones that we hear about. Like every everyone else is just like, I'm dead. I'm like chilling, like whatever. Because <laughs> you know, otherwise, it like there would be a ridiculous amount of yeah. chaos yeah. all the time.
4: Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it's wild. I yeah. That that was my thought too. It's like okay, well, like so I have this information. Like I don't know. Like what do you want from me?
3: <laughs> Maybe it's like when they were alive, they have all this extra energy from all the trauma that was brought upon them that like just doesn't have a
4: place to go after they die. So his mom must have really traumatized him. I guess. I mean, talk about a rough time. Like your mom's running a brothel and you're just hanging yeah. out, like hoping for the best. I don't.
1: An alleged brothel, Lindsay. Alleged. alleged. That's right.
4: I should. Yeah. I don't. I don't want that on no. me. So. <laughs>
2: um Um, so when you saw the the magazine story was there like any uh were there any photographs of of the family
4: um i don't think so there were photographs of the headstone like in the newer cemetery like pictures of their headstones and then i think their old house like wherever they lived like the historic home that they had but Mm -hmm. there wasn't any pictures of them i'm sure you could find i mean i'm sure they're there somewhere but whose reaction was bigger yours or your brother's probably my brother i think Yeah. Like he's like way on the spectrum of like, absolutely go surreal. This proves it. Whoa. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know how I feel about all this information. Like
1: that brings me to my next question. Cause I'm, I I struggle with this and I'm curious if this is why you feel this way too, because you had an experience. I mean, it sounds like you were one of the few people who had an experience that was confirmed kind of through the universe. You just happened to look through this thing and it's like, well, here's why you had this experience. But yet, you say you're a five. Do you feel like you're a five because to admit more would kind of break the scales of reality. Because I, I struggle with like my experiences. If I was just like, Oh yeah, they're real ghosts are absolutely real. Then it's like, well, what else is real? What else do I have to accept? Like, how far does this go? Like, how can I live a life if, if all this stuff I believe forever wasn't real is now real.
4: I can see some of that. Yeah. I definitely think too. It's like in some weird way. I feel like if I admit it out loud that it's like, opening myself up to like more of that, which mm-hmm. I don't know that I necessarily want.
3: <laughs> right. It's like, it's like then you have mm-hmm. to commit to like, you know, oh I I was just having this thought, this conversation in my head today because I just feel like there's been a lot of questions in my head about like spiritual stuff. And and I literally was like, oh, if I just like stop believing in all of it, it's so much easier if right. I would cut it all yeah. off yeah and let's just do that and like it made me feel more comfortable and I was like but is that the cheap way out I don't know it's all confusing but I'm glad we're all here learning and talking about it so that's a good thing
4: yeah I'm definitely not opposed to like learning more or being like I guess open to experience I just don't want anything to like sneak up on me and like scare the shit out of me like when I'm with yeah. you. I'm so like, do, uh-huh.
1: do you think we're crazy for doing a seance like do you think that's something we should avoid or should we just jump right in
4: I mean, I don't know. Like, what are you hoping to learn?
1: <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I want to see like the table flip over and chairs fly around the room. I want <laughs> I want it to be undeniable where JJ finally has to be like, fine, I'm a six. You know,
4: would that do. if it's real, then you'll probably get some evidence. If it's not real, you have nothing to worry about. Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's more about like your curiosity and like satisfying that, you know what I mean? i don't know if i could be there guys i think it would
1: okay you have to be there you're the one that's gonna get the big
4: reaction
3: oh it's gonna be rough i'm gonna need some recovery
4: time i i always think about like the energy part of it like like we are made up of energy and like your energy doesn't just like cease to exist because your body does that's that's where i'm like really like okay what okay, <laughs> like what do we do with that? Like I don't know. It's it's a weird thing to like wrap your head around, kind of.
3: And I feel like some people are way more sensitive to that, like extra yeah juju in the air. You know, I feel that. No feels that. JJ does not understand do not. it at all.
4: <laughs> I definitely think I have a little bit of. I don't want to. I hate saying it like this because it sounds really woo woo, and it just sound, It just reminds me of like everybody in Santa Fe. Um. <laughs> I feel like I might be a little bit empathic, but I don't mean it in like a ghosty way. I just mean like I tend to pick up on people's stuff. Yeah, yeah. For um, sure. Which is a good
1: we, thing. So I am mean, like
4: hypersensitive to everything. I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, you're, you're I think
2: in a, I, some good company here. Yeah,
4: <laughs>
1: I think it's a good trait to have, <laughs> but I think it can also be a little overwhelming sometimes.
4: Uh, you
3: know. Detrimental. We were watching a nature documentary. And I got like, I almost started crying about just turtles being trapped, which is very sad, but I like became the turtle and I had to just be like, stop, turn it off.
4: I can't watch any, like anything about like the Holocaust, like Holocaust. Yeah, me either. That's super sad. (laughs) Not going to do it. Sorry, we jumped from turtles to the Holocaust. That was a big jump. That was jump. A, big, <laughs> a big jump.
2: That's what we do at Real Haunting. We take it. big jumps.
4: <laughs> yes, we do. Thanks, ADHD. Really cool of you. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> We all are there, too. Yeah, that was a classic ADHD. This episode that, you guys cool. talked about the
4: Holocaust lately? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely do understand the overwhelming part. I think that, I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's why it's hard for me to admit it too because I just I can't take any more overwhelming shit like I'm I'm good I'm good where I'm at I'm good at a five
2: (laughs) for me I'm like yes I want ghosts to exist because how amazing would that be and I like want to to see something that like jolts me into believing in that but at the same time like I kind of don't because I'm sort of like, comfortable with the idea that, like, when we die, that's it. We're we're gone. Oh, no, 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 no. no. (laughs) Like, to to me, that's, like, what makes life so, like, precious and valuable is that it's impermanent and, like...
1: That's if why I make every not, bad decision like, I ever make because I go, well, it's probably just over when we die. So might as well do X, Y, Z. Yeah.
2: Well, what if like, eternity is really boring? And like, what if I need to start going to church again? I don't want to do
1: that. But does like,
4: that mean like eternity is just haunting people or like following them around on ghost tours? Like for
1: those of us that were non believers, it is.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, I, but I feel like if you admit more, like you have to take responsibility for more too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. like, okay, well, if there's more to this, then like, yeah what (laughs) like if if there's something
2: after this then what is it that we're supposed to be doing right now in the hearing now podcasting yeah
3: that's right (laughs) talking about it perseverating on it
2: perseverating
3: until we get there we're
2: worrying every day until we die
1: (laughs) so obviously this is our christmas it's halloween so Lindsay, do you do anything special for halloween
4: Nothing too crazy. I I mean I have three kids. So like we do the traditional, like, let's carve a pumpkin. Um, I don't know, we made a bonfire the other night, did s'mores, like that's fine. I mean, it's mostly the family stuff at this point for yeah. me. Um for sure. Yeah. You know, nothing nothing too crazy. Um,
1: oh man, you and I are about the same age and uh <laughs> I have one child who's like nineteen months and oh man, I it's will- gonna get fun for you. I will be raging next weekend. Not doing.
4: That. <laughs> I, I might go to bed at nine
1: o'clock. I will be raging with those two in the left corner on Friday night. I believe. Oh, yeah? are raging? I no. mean, I always. No. I will. I only go out like I mean, twice a month. The two of us are to be
2: raging.
4: Oh
1: man. We're bringing jello shots.
4: Plants so. to take care of yeah, us, we do so. have a very needy cat. I wish I would have had a cat before kids because I feel like it would have really prepared me better. Like, honestly, I don't They're know. Very needy.
1: Well, the other kind of hot take we've been doing with on our podcast with Halloween is candy corn. Are you a fan or not?
4: I am a fan. Huge uh, fan. Yes. Wow. Love one, candy. corn.
1: One vote in the Noah corner. <laughs>
2: <you>?
4: <laughs> it's just like, once you have like what you can't stop, like, you I just, love it.
1: I eat yeah. it until my teeth hurt.
4: I have to, stop after yeah, after
2: like four. I, I sure. do not have problems.
1: Stopping. I'm bringing you guys bags of candy corn next week when I see you.
4: No. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah, I agree. Well,
1: thank you so much for coming on. Before we get you out of here, we definitely want to plug all your podcasts. So, where can people find uh, more of your voice if they want to hear from you?
4: I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) If you guys want to hear more, that's great. But if not, no, it's fine. Um,
1: (laughs) Hard sell there.
4: (laughs) It's really a terrible podcast. Um, No, it's (laughs) parenting versus podcast. We are not experts on parenting and we are not experts on podcasting. So if that's your thing, like, feel free to listen. Um, (laughs) So Apple Podcasts is usually where you can find us, stitcher, all that good stuff, pretty much wherever you find your podcast. And
1: if we want to learn more about your hometown where do we find that podcast
4: what's up ABQ? same thing apple podcast stitcher um you can go to what's up ABQ.com, i believe our, po- our our website is under construction so it's not great right now but we're getting there
1: <laughs> awesome we will definitely make sure to drop some reviews on those for you and hopefully some oh, of our nice. audience will find their way over there it's funny you were talking about your kind of ordinary people podcast i <laughs> i'm finishing a short right now that should shoot by February and the main character in that has a podcast and the name of the podcast is ordinary people. And he shows it. everybody why the ordinary is extraordinary. So
4: I like funny it. I different. like it. There's good stories in there
1: <laughs> Yep, yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. And um, do you have any last words you want to leave for our fans before we get you out of here? Stay
4: spooky. Always.
1: Awesome. What well, do you want to do the sign off with us? I'm going to leave it to you. Well, with that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm
2: JJ
3: and
1: I'm Kat. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> All right,
4: this just, just made my night, you guys. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Every 5 minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology.